Up until a recent episode, everything I did was done from the studio that I'm in right now and was recorded with my slightly fancy microphone. I believed that the reality of what I do and how I do it means that a good podcast recording needed to be done on this computer. Now, that changed when I suddenly had an idea for an episode and my partner was in her studio, meaning I couldn't be in mine as loud noise recording doesn't match. I had a choice. I either could capture the idea down in my obsidian and record it the very next day, or decide to record it then and there. The episode I recorded was called I See You, and it's one of the rare unscripted episodes of the season. Because I had something to say that was perhaps less I need a structure for this, but matched, frankly, how I was feeling at the time. So I decided to record it quickly in my living room with my MacBook, with the idea of coming in next day and re-recording it in my studio. However, once I came into this space in this room, I realized that actually there was nothing wrong with the recording. Now, I could tell it wasn't quite as crisp as my usual recordings, but honestly, it wasn't bad quality at all. I had an assumption or a preconceived notion that meant my reality was I could only record in my studio space. In a previous episode, I spoke about the disconnect between wants and haves, and I briefly mentioned that the environment, or reality, could be changed. This here is a fantastic example of the non-linear process I spoke about in that previous episode. What you want, what you have, and what you do. What I wanted was to record an episode about keeping going even when you feel like nothing is working, because at that time, I had been feeling like that for the last couple of months. What I had was no access to my studio due to my partner streaming at the time. Okay, so with that, what did I actually want? Well, I still wanted to record the episode. I was in that moment where, hey, actually, I'm going to record this episode right now. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay, so what did I have access to? I had access to my MacBook without a fancy mic, but a mic nonetheless. In a coaching call I had recently, a client of mine was trying to force themselves to do something to make things happen. They put themselves in a position which actually caused a lot of pain and issues for them, but they did it because they felt they needed to do something. I've been there many a times where I forced myself to stay up late to finish something, knowing full well that my capacity is completely drained, but quote unquote, I have to do it now. But the question that I'm starting to ask myself is, is it? Is this truly the reality of my situation? Or am I assuming something that isn't completely true? Although my situation with the recording wasn't ideal, I still figured out a way of working with the reality of what was available at the time and still going after what I wanted. There isn't really one way of doing things. It just depends on what the environment allows. And this is actually really hard to portray in a task list or project outline. It is something that is flexible, fluid, and dynamic, and is dependent on what's actually going on. And so when you look at your task lists, often you may realize that actually it's far more than just a single task or a single action. It has more depth, and by trying to oversimplify it into one step, it may actually be causing more frustration for you, stopping you from taking that action. We are told that we've got to do hundreds of things every day, and sometimes it might require us to do it anyway. But sometimes we're telling ourselves things that we perceive as true, but sometimes just aren't. 
instead of starting from a perception based on a preconceived notion or assumption, start from you. Don't want to go it alone? Reach out to me at simplicity-specialist.com forward slash SFY.